Hey, what's up, everyone? Today we're going to be talking about why your comic shouldn't be your brand, you should be your brand. Here we go. You're listening to Draw on Top, a show about indie comics and making comics, with your host, Tyler Carpenter. Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Draw on Talk, where we talk about indie comics and making comics. Today, I have an awesome guest. Today, his name is Connor. Uh, he has an uh, he has an awesome series um, called uh, Greenwood Crossing. I got that right. It's a Greenwood. Yeah, yeah. Greenwood Crossing got volume one and two. I just finished volume one, and he just had a successful Kickstarter um, for his comic book Swords and Sword. No, it's not Swords and Sorrow. Sorrow. Swords and Sorrow. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I totally jacked up. Like, Connor, times fast. Connor, thanks for coming <laughs> on to the show. Yeah, no problem. Excited to be here. Um, yeah, I was just saying, you know, Connor, to me, exemplifies what I want to do. I've been making comics for three years, and yet I have not done a Kickstarter before, and I'm doing one in October, and he's successfully done one, and I'm here to learn, and I hope you guys are here to learn. But Connor posted something on fa- on Facebook a while ago, and it was something about on on the uh, um along the lines of your comic shouldn't be your brand, uh, you should be your brand. And I'd love to maybe have us discuss that topic a little more. So, Connor, like, what can you say about that? Because I know that at first you you said that you were going down that road of you know you were just you were your comic. Yeah, yeah. So I uh, I had done a uh, two successful Kickstarter campaigns with Grimwood. Grimwood Crossing and all my social media was branded for Grimwood Crossing and um and that presented a problem where when I went to go move on to a new project Swords and Sorrows and you know I wanted to go full head in promoting Swords and Sorrows and and go full head in the social media aspect but everything was branded as Grimwood Crossing and that took a little bit of work to rebrand everything it's not just so much as as changing the name on your social media you know what i mean in your profile picture uh you have to make tough decisions you know is it is it worth it to try and let your followers know and try and like guide them through the process of converting it to you as a brand instead of that or is it worth it to restart on another one and i had made you know both sides of that decision depending on different social media aspects or social media platforms so and i gotta say all that time could have been spent fully promoting swords and sorrows right <laughs> but instead and you're now trying to convert people say no they're like hey all your fans who are like have, I yeah, but like their your fans were just like you know Grimwood Crossing. This is what this guy does, and the moment you're like, I have yeah. another book, they're like, well, that's not what we came here for. Whereas they should well, be coming there for that's you. What they're going to be like, yeah, 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 yeah. I I wasn't I I was worried they were going to be like that, and and I know I know some people. I know I had messaged some or someone had messaged me because they didn't remember following me because my name was different now. Oh, no. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I explained to them, you know, and so and they were cool then they they you know stayed following me, but I I was worried about that and and it's hard and it's hard for it's confusing for newcomers to come onto the Grimwood Crossing social media platform and then see everything that's not about Grimwood Crossing. You know what I mean? Where it'd make more sense if they came onto the Connor Bartell platform and just saw 
my current book and then I can move on to the next book without any converting process. You know what I mean? No, yeah, for and sure. Really, they're like there for really you. Yeah, yeah. No, I have that. I had the same, you know, I when I first started as well, I um someone's like you have to make a page for your individual books. And I just didn't feel like that was like the smart thing to do because once I'm done with that book, do I just leave that page dead or could I convert those fans and be like, hey, follow me on to my next project that I'm going to do? And that's why I, I see like all these comic book forums and, you know, people are like, join my, fa- join my comic book fan page. Um, yeah. But you should promote yourself. I don't want to be a fan of just your book. I want to be a fan of you as a creator so I can follow along with every book that you do. Did you find that you had a good conversion rate of pe- like, did you, did you feel like the people who were there for Grimwood followed you into swords and sorcerer? So I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, um, the only hard numbers I could present were my email list, which, you know, took some converting as well, uh, which was probably the most tricky one. Um, and the numbers stayed well on that. Um, I didn't, uh, I, I wanted to make sure I didn't want to just all of a sudden start sending out Connor Bartell emails when they were only getting Grimwood Crossing emails this whole time. So I kept a Grimwood Crossing logo at the top. And then I announced like our next project with like my creator logo as well. Then I started sending emails out where the Grimwood Crossing logo is at the top and my creator <laughs> logo is at the top. Then eventually I started sending out just my creator logo and we're talking about Swords and Sorrows. Now I, I mostly, you know, talk about my short stories that are coming out too. And now I kind of brand my email list is like, I'll tell you when new free comics are coming out and new Kickstarter projects that aren't free. <laughs> so what made so. you, so what made you, um, what made you want to, um, end, end Grimwood and start making other, you know, other books? Because I've, I've talked with a lot of creators and they, they, they love their idea. They're a bit, their idea is their baby. And they're like, I'm going to be working on this one story for 10 years. And yeah, that as, one thinks their magnum opus is their first thing. Exactly. And as an indie, as indie creators, who have put out books, we know that your magnum opus isn't even like, you shouldn't even start on your magnum opus yet. Yeah, exactly. There, there is that story that I'm too afraid to script out right now. But yeah, yeah but you want to wait. Cause once you have enough, a fan base, you want to, you want to, you don't want to put out your magnum opus and be like, this is the greatest story I have in me and no one reads it. Yeah, exactly. Am I? Okay, good. Sorry. But yeah, exactly. What, um, what started this was a little bit of trial and error. You know, I, I've been making a lot of the wrong decisions uh, throughout this process. And, and the important thing is to learn from them, right? So when I first decided I wanted to make comics, I wanted to make a superhero epic that was 100 issues with, with spinoff titles. And, 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 you know, everyone wants to do that. Truth of the matter is, no one wants your superhero comic unless you're Marvel, DC, or Robert Kirkman. It's just like, that's really how it is. And so, and also I I came to realize that like, you should always write what you want to read. And, and people think I want to read superheroes, so I want to write superheroes. No, you want to read Spider-Man. No, you want to read that Marvel DC hero. Um, you don't want to read some random person's take on, uh, like average take on the superhero genre. You know what I mean? That's something that's been done to death a million times. 
and so it's and so I I came to realize that you know the projects that I like to read are like the more genre bending stuff. You know, I don't really read superhero comics anymore. I love superhero movies to death, and I, but modern superhero comics just aren't really what they used to be. Now I'm more in the indie indie stuff and also creator owned stuff like Image and stuff and and all my almost all my comics are coming from Kickstarter now and so I like to read that stuff and so uh, oh and I don't want to I don't want to say that like everyone that starts a superhero story it, it's going to be shit that's just not true and that's not what I'm trying to say yeah, but, but, but there's are, it's it's so, there's so many there's just so many yeah. indie creators yeah, wanting yeah. to do it. You have to, you have to, you have to fight your way through that. It's a shouting match, you know. Yeah. And and so I and you know I got like a few pages in that. I learned a lot about that, and I came to my senses. And I started, you know, I took all my inspirations, and I started um, to make uh, Grimwood Crossing. And I I knew I knew I, I come to learn that the most important thing isn't to have your wonderful magnum opus. The important thing is to have your, uh, uh, to have a finished product, project, a finished product. And so I still set a too high, too ambitious goal of six issues. <laughs> and, and somehow we made it. But, but I, I, I wanted to end it because that's where I always intended to end it. I didn't, want to write an ongoing series i wanted to write a story with beginning middle and end uh or you know like one beginning four middles and an end you know? yeah <laughs> but but uh i i just wanted to create what i wanted to read and so that's what i did and then after after going through six issues 150 pages of grimwood i'm like oh i'm doing a one shot next yeah no <laughs> i you know i um I feel the same way, you know, my demon, uh, my, my comic book series, Demons, it's 14 issues. Well, it's 15 issues. And I could have kept going, but I was like, you know, this is just an indie book. This isn't my magnum opus. I can work on other stories. And so I then started a six issue book and, and then I'm almost, I'm like halfway through with it, but I'm just like, you know what? I have got a ton of stories. I'm going to do a one shot next time. Just a, exactly. a one shot. And then. And the nice thing about doing those one shots is, is they're one super cost effective for indie creators um, to create yeah. just a one comic. But then, what if that that one shot could spin off into other things? But if not, you have a completed comic, and it could be a hit, and people really like it. Exactly. Or it could be a miss, and you don't take that much of a fall. Yeah, and and you know this brings up an opportunity for a good question that I I know the answer if someone asks me. Uh, your 15 issue series, what would happen if you compared issue one to issue 15? Oh yeah, yeah. Issue 15 is like way better than issue is way better than so, issue one. Yeah. So wouldn't wouldn't you want to save like the longer form stories for when you're growing or you've already grown so much that now you're growing at a slower pace and you can create a more consistent piece of art? Like, have you noticed the difference between issue one of Grimwood and the rest of Grimwood? Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Absolute. I was actually going to, I have the comic right up here. Where's my camera? Yeah. Boom, right there. Um, <laughs> I pulled up my favorite, that page where he turns into the werewolf. It's a splash and he's just like. Oh yeah, that's like, a nice page. That, that was sick. 
that was my sick. my favorite page is like is like the fourth page of volume two. I haven't read it yet. But oh no, like, it's like the second page of volume two. Your artist is great. I mean, the fact that these horses, these yeah, Attica and Ohan, a, a freaking amazing like for a black and white comic, just slays it. Slays yeah, he's it. amazing at at putting depth without color. Yeah. I I'm working on a black and white comic book for someone right now, and uh, sorry Wes, I'm not as good as, as this. But still, black keeping and on the white book. comics is my absolute favorite. Are they? I, I I all my comics are black and white. I think I only have I think out of I think less than one percent of the comic book pages that I have I have helped create. Less than one percent of them are color. So are you a big fan of the Walking Dead image? The image. I am a huge fan of the Walking Dead comic, not that trash. Yeah, not that, not the show, the comic. Yeah, yeah, the comic is is great. Um, but going back to what you said, it's so true. That's kind of why I ended Demons at fifteen because I, I just, I mean, I finished it and I, and I, I, I was like, do I leave? I was at the, I was done writing the cut last couple pages and I was saying, do I keep this going? And then I read over issue one and I was like, you know, I've really improved. I want to take these improvements into a new story because if when new readers come, they'll read that first issue and go, eh, this isn't my cup of tea, but it's like, no, no, don't worry guys. I get better, but I get better at the 15th issue. Whereas I could be like, here's issue one of a new series. I'm at my, I'm at my best right now. Yeah. Yeah. That's why, that's why we did a one shot. We were like, this is a little sampling of our best at this point in time. You know what I mean? One consistent piece of storytelling. You know, and, and of course, like, I, I, don't get me wrong, when I was writing Grimwood, I did put consideration into the end of the issues. You know what I mean? Like, into, like, how, where each issue will end and how many pages each issue is. But for the most part, I did write it as one complete story. You know? And, and so, and so that's why, that's why, like, I, I like to ask people to, you know, review it as one complete thing. And that's why, but it, as a complete thing, it's not very consistent because the, we improved so much and I'm still super proud of, of issue one. And if I created issue one today with Adigan and, and, and Adigan created that same piece of artwork today, I don't think any of us would still, would be disappointed in it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, it's just our best work is yet to come when it comes to issue one. And I, I think I think indie creators should like take note of this, you know, do a one shot so that keep just keep doing one shot so people can constantly constantly see your improvement. Because doing a huge long form series, I mean, yeah, I mean it's it's kind of embarrassing when people are like, I didn't really enjoy issue one. That it was kind of clunky. Go, well, it just it gets better. And yeah, and then they're like. Well, like when does it get better go i think issue 10 i really started you know getting it together and they're like so i have to read and it just it's 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 the appeal is off whereas you know i think that's one big problem that like my i think marvel and dc have and they know it is is jumping on points for new readers how much do they have to yeah. know about continuity and they can't keep up whereas you know a one shot for an indie comic like will kill it because I'm a new reader. This is a good story. I'm done. I'm out. Yeah, that's why, like, not that we have any plans. Like, I'm not announcing anything. <laughs> but, like, if I were to do a Grimwood, another Grimwood Crossing story, it would be either, like, Grimwood Crossing 2, and then, like, that whole series is Grimwood Crossing 2, or it would most likely be Grimwood Crossing subtitle of something. 
That way, new readers can jump onto the second one of Grimoire Crossing without having to go to the first one. Because like I don't, I don't, I always, I do plan on like, I, I, I kind of see it. I kind of see Grimoire Crossing as a movie, or not like, not in that sense that I plan on making a movie, which I never even considered. But in the sense of like, you know, that that type of medium form st- storytelling. You know what I mean? Where like, where like, you know, Swords and Stars would be a special, and then like maybe your fifteen issue stories would be like a season of television. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm more of like I I thought of it as one like three four act structure. Three mm-hmm. four act structure. But I should have just said. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it's true. And everything else out. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I think I think I mean look at I think of like Kick Ass. Um, how they did Kick Ass One. Yeah, exactly. And then they did Kick Ass Two and Kick Ass Three, and you didn't have to. Like you didn't have to, but like it was nice if you did, but you ultimately didn't have to. They were just yeah, you just go with the character if you did, but you can always jump on to the second one. Yeah, and like I like you say, like ongoing series or like a season of television, a one shot is like that one, that one special, yeah. and which is and I just think it's more cost effective. I mean, when people want to start making comics, like you said, they're like. I got my big universe, my magnum opus. When with all the spin-offs characters, yeah, with everything, and they're like, I've got this huge thing planned. It's like, do you like the first thing I ask is just like, do you know how much this is gonna cost you? <laughs> yeah, or how much time it's gonna take? Exactly. Like people are thinking that like in like oh, it will take a month to make a monthly book. It's like indie creators don't do this full time. <laughs> like we have day, day uh, jobs. Like I, I feel bad right now. I thought I could get three to four pages done a week for this project. I'm working on with someone. And I have to email them. Like, yeah, I, th- this was a, this was a two page week. Cause hey, that's still respectable though, man. I, 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 I go, I go, you know, sometimes I've worked with lots of artists <laughs> and I would not be disappointed at that rate. Oh really? Well, there you go. I, I then there you go. I try to well, hit like two, three not pages a week. Feel bad. Adigan can bust out a page in eight hours. Mm-hmm. And so, like, there's been, there's been, I guarantee, there's been one week where I got seven pages before. The thing is, though, also you have to think about like, if he was doing this full time, he could give you a page a day. If I was to do a page like he, he is does, doing it, he is doing it full time because he's like a student, an art student, and so like he's able. So like I think he was he was also able to like like his teacher let him you know do this as assignments as well. Oh, that's awesome. Well, like if I was to do this like the, well, one I don't know how to draw in that style, which it's it's too complex. So if if well, everyone if, everyone has their own style, yeah, yeah. But like if I were to do that, that would take me like a week. Like that would take me a week. So like my style like lets me like, you know get yeah. But out. if if you focused on that style for a long time, you could get it down eventually to to a much more reasonable time. Exactly. I exactly. Mean, I mean, Ad- that is just Adigan's style. You know what I mean? And that's mm-hmm. what he you know. He's used to doing this. He knows what to do. Yeah, Swords and Sorrows. He's the, he's the artist on Swords and Sorrows too, and and like it's kind of cool to see his style, but in like a different culture. Yeah, I was actually gonna. I was. I was. So I was gonna ask you about that. Um, what was it like? What was it like having you guys switch genres? Um, and then we're both ends of that genre. Like, like, um, Adigan had fun drawing uh, the Wild West because you know it's a way different culture, and he likes fantasy, and that is just like a different type of fantasy, you know. And 
And so he he didn't he did enjoy that. Um, but he loves Kurosawa films. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, I had I am really proud of this script I wrote a, a little while ago. And and like I thought of it as like a Japanese inspired thing, but I never put anything in those scripts that said it had to be Japanese. But he really wanted to do a Kurosawa inspired comic. <laughs> so I was like, it looks like we have the perfect plan again. And we just love working with each other. And and also it's like, man, it's gonna I, it's going to be a while before I go into another long form story like Grimwood, but, um, but I'm scared to, because it's like, I hit the jackpot with Adigan. I don't know if I can, cause he's so reliable and he's so easy to work with and we worked so well together. I want him to do all my comics and I feel like he would, but it's just like, can I you, have can, to move on. Can, and can you keep to, him on to a long, I mean, I was surprised that I had the same artist for all like 14 is for, for, for 15 issues. And I, like, well, I can't like he he would be down, especially, you know, especially because we have reached success. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And or some, you know, a small a small amount of success. And and he loves doing comics, you know, and it's just like it's just, you know, he has to work with other writers. Eventually, I have to work with other artists eventually. And I've worked with lots of other artists and I and I've had a lot of great, great experiences. Every comic I've released is I've had a great experience with that artist, you know, and, and, uh, usually if I don't enjoy the experience, it's, it's usually cause you know, I don't, I would something I wouldn't want to release anyway. Yeah. So, so I, it's just like, he is so reliable and it's such a big endeavor to ask of someone, you yeah. know what I mean? I, I could write, I could, I mean, it took me, longer than that to write Grimwood, but I had all of Grimwood written before I even met him, you know? And so it's like writing is the least in- labor intensive part, you know? And it, but asking someone to come on and draw like 150 pages, that's, that's a big, that even if the, if that's a page a day, that's, that's like half a year. Yeah. Like, like that's half a year with, with, with weekends, mm-hmm. you know, like, like that's that's a lot of fucking work, man. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. You can you're good. Out. <laughs> no, but you're, that's I'm, too much work. <laughs> I'm trying to express how how much we gotta appreciate yeah. our artists. You no, know, what I, mean? I mean, I mean, I think I, I think about like Robert Kirkman and uh, Charlie Adlard on The Walking Dead. Yeah. I mean, they must have the most the the best relationship that he's like, yeah, I'll stick with this book forever. Exactly. And even, and like also, you know, Charlie Avalon reached a point where he was like, can I get someone else to ink this? You yeah. know what I mean? Cause this is a lot of work. And, 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 you know, that was, and they must've had some sort of good relationship for like, for them to agree to bring on a third person, you know? And, and, but if you want to really go down that route, look at Saga. Oh my uh, gosh. Yeah. Fiona Staples does all that herself. No wonder they're always late. And, and no, and no wonder. They, it's okay. No wonder they're taking that like year long hiatus. Oh yeah, man! It's she is just a monster in the good way. Like yeah, I'm am, I'm amazed at like it. Like one, just just the comic stands on itself is a very very good comic and very very beautiful. But knowing that she does that in like a little more than a month, it's crazy. Like, get out of here. Yeah, I, you know, I, I read when I, I, I challenged myself 
like four months ago, I said, I'm going to make a 24-page comic in 30 days. And I did it in 25, and I have yet to do it again because I was so done. And I, and I, and I, and I did everything, penciled, inked, colored, and lettered it. And, oh, wow. And, but I haven't done it since because it just – Are you proud of that piece though? Oh yeah, and it's part of the uh, it's part of the uh, and and it, and I got it in time for a con, but it took me. I mean, it's it's the first issue of my six issue story, but I'm I'm still working on issue three, and that one it like three months later, just because I mean, life just gets with you, and I'm so That's I mean impressive. I'm proud. That's impressive. Good job. Oh, thanks. I just think you know people who are. You know, writers, they have the benefit of they can write 10 stories and work with 10 different artists. And artists, exactly. they, they have to stick with that one writer. And the fact that Fiona and Charlie Adlard, they stick with these one writers. I mean, I'm sure the money is great. <laughs> I'm sure the money for those two books are Actually, great. I'm sure the money isn't as great as it should be. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I that's because if, comics. I wonder about the Walking Dead one. Like... Oh, oh yeah, Walking Dead is like the most. I mean, they're both some of the most successful. But if you look at like, if you look at the top tier in other industries, they're they're criminally underpaid. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. They're they're definitely making a lot more than their other comic buddies when they see it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they deserve it. Holy crap! <laughs> it's so it's so true. So, what is your um? Um, what's your what are your plans for what's so now that uh, Swords and Sorrows is done? What's the pl- what's the next plan? What's the I know as an I know as a comic book creator you always have the next thing you're doing. What's the do you have any announcements? I have the next four things planned, <laughs> but the next one um, I'm kind of I'm taking it nice and slow. So I mean not my next launch is very soon before the end of the year, um, but. But I'm we're doing a uh, an omnibus collection of Grimwood. I haven't even announced it yet, but you're getting the announcement right now. Well, but uh, but it's an omnibus collection of Grimwood Crossing, so it's going to be all six issues collecting one book for the first time, plus uh, fifty pages of extras that include uh, um, two short story uh, comics. Um, you know, each one or the, each one's a sequel to the other, but they're each their own individual hunts. So you get to see them go on new hunts, uh, a two page um, epilogue to the story, like an after credit scene. Um, uh, and that's all new. And then there's going to be like a journal uh, that or a journal from the grim or from the sheriff when he was an apprentice that telling its own story. And then it's gonna be then there's gonna be a bestiary detailing every uh, monster that you've seen or heard about in the Grim Old West, written by Bobby. That, All the drawings and everything. That that sounds baller. Yeah, sounds so baller. it's gonna be it's gonna be a 200 page collection of all canon Grimwood content. You heard it. With you heard it first here. <laughs> yeah, you heard it first here. No, that's all. That's that's awesome. Um. So I yeah. guess before we before we end, what is one big piece of advice you can give to an indie creator who is saying, "Hey, I want to I want to start making comics right now." What is your one piece of advice that you can give them and end the show with that? Um, make a five or less page short story 
and feel the pride of completing a comic and feel how much work it took and then reconsider your magnum opus <laughs> and reconsider your 100 issue superhero epic <laughs> doing that. that's definitely my biggest thing um i talk i there, i read an article about that on my website um uh, like in asking or talking about how you need to ask yourself is my first project too ambitious you know and and uh i've had a few people tell me that it's made them reconsider so i think i think i think people should probably you know think about think about going small starting small boom you heard it here thanks so much for being on the show man yeah thank you i had a good time working so talk. where can people find you you can go to connorbartel.com, C-O-N-N-E-R-B-A-R-T-E-L.com. Uh, you can also find me at uh, Connor underscore Bartel on Twitter and Instagram. So hit me up there and uh, keep an eye out for my next campaign. Boom. There you guys go. Thanks so much, for guys, thanks so much guys, for watching. Hit the subscribe button, like, and comment, and uh, check out Connor's work. It's freaking awesome. I'm going to work on the volume two coming soon, and then we're going to have a video once we re revamp the show. No, we're, yeah, we're announcing that right now as well. We're re revamping the show after episode 50. And, uh, yeah, he's, his comment. Announcements. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So thanks so much, guys, for watching. Thanks for listening to another episode of Draw and Talk. Hit the subscribe button, like, and comment. And once again, thanks for supporting me. You guys rock.